0: To the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. In recent years, there has been an explosion of interest and practice in uh, what used to be called uh, New Age movement type of activities. Now, back when the New Age movement first blossomed, uh, I was deeply involved in the New Age movement and uh, I participated in these uh, Supernatural activities and experiences, and uh, I blended that those practices with uh, science and what is interesting and this was during the uh, began during the early seventies and the whole counterculture thing I, I describe my journey in my book, uh, Power from on High, but every time I turn around, whether it's a nutritional doctor, whether it's alternative medicine or whatever. Uh, the emphasis is on encouraging people to get involved in practices that may be potentially helpful, but there are a great deal of pathways which are uh potentially dangerous and open you you up to uh the demonic realm and The problem is is that you have this mad dash uh to to be involved in the supernatural, and, the, and these are professional people, doctors, physicians, medical researchers, scientists, uh, people in all kinds of fields, uh, business people, housewives, moms, whatever. And so, as I discussed in uh, the greatest battle for the hearts and minds of mankind, the statistical numbers. Um, that have been reported by highly respected pollsters. They reveal that the fastest growing religion in America is Wicca or witchcraft or paganism. And you could include New Age in that. And and some of that incorporates Eastern mystical techniques. So that category that I just mentioned is the fastest growing religion in America. ironically tied with the fastest growing religion in america is another religion and that is uh, atheism and i grew up in an atheistic household and secular humanism but but the irony of that is the, the the people i don't doubt the the polls and the research but uh atheism is a a very tricky path to go down because it claims to only believe in the scientific method and empirical science. And if we can't improve it, uh, prove it with empirical science, then uh, it's not true or it's not real, which which at first glance appears to clash with the New Age movement and Eastern mysticism and witchcraft and psychic abilities. It appears to clash with that. But when you do a deep dive into research, you discover that behind the scenes, often secretly—I mean, it's not like clandestine, but often secretly, and on the second shelf or the third shelf, or the casual observer or the casual indulger in, in atheism or secular humanism, they don't realize that some of the most powerful and influential atheists in the world, such as the Huxleys, Aldous Huxley, Brave New World, Julian Huxley, the father of transhumanism, uh, the Huxley family, militant promoters of uh, Darwin's theory of evolution. Well, Aldous Huxley uh, was deeply involved in occultic, Eastern mystical, psychedelic uh, type of personal experiments, the cult of Dionysus, which is an ancient an ancient mystery babylon cult so here you have one of the world's preeminent secular humanist leaders the guy who basically designed the the mechanics of how to get people to believe in the the great reset along with his brother julian huxley the, the first prominent or self-declared transhumanist and these guys were all, at least on the front page, they were all scientists, they were all scientific. But when you look into their biographical lives, you discover that they were deeply involved in the supernatural and Eastern mysticism and the occult, et cetera, et cetera. So I I do a deep dive into those conflicts and that research in my book, Power from on High. Now, the point is that the momentum of this uh, movement into uh, a kind of, and it sounds like an oxymoron, and in, in terms of pure logic or reason, it is an oxymoron to say, on one hand, you only believe in empirical science or empirical evidence, the scientific method, uh, and the, the scientific method itself, the father of the scientific method, uh, was a guy named Sir Francis Bacon. And he had a partner, Sir John D. Now, Sir Francis Bacon and Sir John D. were the uh, spiritual advisors uh, to Queen Elizabeth. And they were heavily involved in the occult and the supernatural. Despite the fact that uh, Sir Francis Bacon was coronated as the father of the scientific method, Uh, And the father of modern science, he was simultaneously heavily involved in the occult and channeling of Enochian or Enochian angels, uh, the fallen angels depicted in the Book of Enoch. He was heavily involved in that, and they conducted channeling sessions. They learned, he and Sir John, they learned the Enochian angelic language. And then they would give the, the, the channeled messages that they got from these fallen angels to Queen Elizabeth. And Queen Elizabeth would would create her foreign policy based on occultic messages from Bacon and Dee. And these spirits, these spirit guides, which were demons, of course, these spirit guides and demons, uh, told Queen Elizabeth to to rise up with the the British Empire and basically conquer or make America, the United States of America, uh, a colony of Great Britain. And so I described this in both Power from on High and The Greatest Battle, that when the Pilgrims and Puritans came over here in the 1600s, smuggled in among the, the Pilgrims and Puritans were occultic groups like the Rosicrucian movement, which was the global occultic movement that was like the spiritual mother to the Illuminati. And one of the most, well, the head of the Rosicrucian movement was Sir John Dee. And so America has been a weird dichotomy from the very beginning. It has unmistakable biblical and Christian influence due to the pilgrims and Puritans and the emphasis on the Bible. But at the same time, there was a spiritual war going on in the invisible realm between the Pilgrims and Puritans that were biblical and the Rosicrucians and the followers of Sir John Dee. So there was a spiritual battle in the invisible realm between occultic forces, fallen angels, and uh, the power of God, the authentic power of God. Which I talk about in power from on high, not the counterfeit power of God. So here we are in America today with literally all hell breaking loose. And why would all hell break loose? Well, all hell has been breaking loose incrementally for a long time, especially during the last seventy years. But it goes it goes back farther than that. And that was the gradual financing from international banking families and the wealthiest people in the world creating globalist organizations and perpetuating a globalist vision of a one world government, a one world religion, and a one world economic system, which was known as the New World Order. This this convergence of the super elite, the super wealthy and the super capitalists, and their secret alliance with fallen angels and demonic forces and occult rituals, as we continued In America's history, right up to the present day, this this uh, battle is starting to culminate because it has reached a a momentum point. It has achieved a, a certain sufficient energy, so that their dark, demonic dream and demonically inspired vision for the world, which by the way is just a it's a cover story for the real battle. And the real battle is between the fallen angel, Lucifer, or Satan, and his all-out war against the true God, the God of the Bible. And so in the invisible realm right now, even as I speak to you, there's a raging war between the principalities and powers, the fallen angels, God's angels, the followers of the true God, and those who eventually will receive the mark of the beast. So it's coming to uh, fulfillment. All of this was was lived out and predicted by the way in ancient Babylon at the time of the Tower of Babel, so at our present moment, the vision and it's a satanic vision the new world order has always been a satanic vision um, being facilitated by fallen angels, and so in our time this this vision of a global reset and all the dark science and dark physics and the the dark technologies are all being employed to bring about a global order ruled by a, a Luciferian elite and fallen angels for the purpose of bringing in the government of the Antichrist and the false prophet that is predicted in Bible prophecy. Now, I've been talking about this for decades, many, many, many decades, and in books like uh, A Prophecy of the Future of America and uh, The Babylon Code and uh, uh, Conquering the Matrix, Power from On High*, The Greatest Battle, and many of my other books that you can get and read about at paulmcguire.us. I have been talking about this for at least over 40 years and writing about it. And I remember as the decades went by, uh, the hostility and the backlash among Christians uh, towards that message was intense because they didn't believe it. And the reason they didn't believe it is because they didn't believe the Bible, and they absolutely refused to do their homework. So now, when all hell is breaking loose—and I don't think that's an overstatement. I think you would agree with me that that's a— pretty accurate statement of where we are. Now that all hell is breaking loose, they still don't believe the truth and the facts, even when they're documented. And I cover all of this stuff in my books, like I said, and I have been for decades. I mean, I still have people give give me the glassy eyed look when I try to explain to them that the weather is not made out of natural weather anymore and it hasn't for a long time. The weather, the freak weather is a Product of weather modification technology, and you get that. Oh, he's a conspiracy theory nonsense, and so so the the evil one has exploited the the lack of knowledge of God's people, as they remain married to their ignorance. So let me give you an example. In my book, uh, power. No, it's in power from on high, but in the book. Um, the Greatest Battle for the Hearts and Minds of Mankind in the History of the World. I quote extensively the former head of the of the CIA, who gave a lecture and a speech at the Council on Foreign Relations, which is Rockefeller's globalist institution, and where the former head of the CIA, speaking at the Council on Foreign Relations, essentially came out and, and said that we have been, the United States of America, that we have been using weather modification technology for decades. Now, he didn't come out and disclose the full purpose of all of this. And he, he alluded to kind of a cover story, which only revealed a small percentage of the real story. And he basically said, we're using this technology to fight off climate change. Okay, let us suppose, hypothetically for a minute, that the weather modification technology was being used exclusively to fight off clim- clim- climate change, which the scientific facts prove that's far, far more than that. It, it is a means of dispersal of uh, all kinds of chemicals, tranquilizing chemicals. And, you know, people flip out. They, 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 they freak out. They completely go ballistic when you tell them the truth. Okay, so let's say it, it, the, the weather modification technology is for climate change. Okay, let's just stop right there, even though that is an incomplete and and not a, really a full disclosure of the real deal of what's going on with weather modification technology. But the fact that one of the most powerful men in the world comes out and admits openly that yes, we have been using weather modification technology to change the weather, to transform the weather, is one intense uh, documentation and statement of facts stating that it is a factual statement to claim and to admit that we have been using weather modification technology for decades. So, I mean, that's the end of the debate about weather modification technology. It's here. It exists. It's not a fantasy of somebody's imagination. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a fact. That's the real reason for the freak weather and freak hurricanes and all of the other. And, and yet it's blamed on climate change. Well, the climate may be changing, but it's changing because of artificial uh, interference. The weather is freak weather because it's being altered and manufactured the chemtrails and uh, powerful electromagnetic frequency broadcasting towers and and technology which fire emf waves into the ionosphere and superheat the ionosphere until the heat in the ionosphere the, the upper atmosphere begins to boil And the specific numerical frequencies that are used in weather modification technology just happen to be the same specific frequencies that the human brain and the human nervous system uses. So if if, if you're saying that weather modification technology is just to stop climate change, then why are you using specific electromagnetic frequencies that are exactly the same as brain waves, and brain functions, because there's a secondary hidden agenda. It's a purpose it has a hidden agenda for total control of the citizens of planet Earth so they can uh, bring in their new world order, now called the, the Great Reset. That's the purpose of it. And somebody who's educated, somebody who's aware of what's going on, Uh, needs to know that because, you see, you're fighting an invisible enemy. And it spreads out far wider than that. It goes into the area of uh, 5G cell towers. And 5G um, can be used. The pretense for 5G is you're going to have faster Internet speed. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. I don't know. But remember that the frequencies that 5G cell phone technology uses is the same exact frequency electromagnetic frequency range as um, EMF weapons, <clears throat> electromagnetic frequency weapons that are fired by by militaries, and they can zap people, and they can cause people to drop dead. They can cause people to to feel like they're burning up and crowd dispersal. I mean, there's a whole uh, spectrum of highly advanced technological weaponry that flows out of 5G cell technology. And some scientists allege that the cell phone technology is designed to interact with the nanotechnology put in the human body, brain, and bloodstream via the uh, uh, vaccinations that That becomes a receiver mechanism and a broadcasting mechanism that's designed to interface with 5G technology. So people then will be plugged into uh, what's what's called the hive mind or the world brain, this global consciousness. Now the whole point of this global consciousness is to create an artificial world, a synthetic reality. That is man-made, so man can achieve his long-awaited goal of becoming like God. That was the seduction that was given to Adam and Eve by the serpent of old that Satan or Lucifer indwelt. He seduced Eve into eating the fruit in the middle of the tree in the Garden of Eden by, by lying about what God said. And his lie was that in the day you eat of it, the fruit, forbidden fruit, you will be like gods. So the lust of mankind has always been to be gods, and the lust of the super-capitalist and globalist elite is to be gods. And the only way they can be gods is to do it artificially, because they are not in real reality, in real space-time reality. They are not gods. Dr. Francis Schaeffer, the great Christian theologian, coined the phrase, true truth and final reality. True truth is the truth which is really true, not the truth that you think is true. And final reality is the real reality, not the illusory reality that is being promoted through synthetic technologies, virtual reality, uh, and a whole assortment of new technologies to designed to create an artificial world where man can step into uh, the occupation of being an artificial god under the the greatest counterfeit god there is. The counterfeit god, of course, is Lucifer or Satan. Satan literally means the father of lies, the lying delusion. And the lying delusion comes to its full manifestation in uh, the book of Revelation, where. At the end of the age, which we're rapidly approaching, at the end of the age, Jesus Christ returns along with the armies of heaven to the valley of Megiddo, where Armageddon takes place, and conquers and defeats Satan, the false prophet, the Antichrist, the demonic armies, and all those people who have accepted the mark of the beast. So the whole human race, the whole world system, is a Babylonian antichrist system, because it is an expression of fallen man and the fallen angels, and it's an expression of, of the lust and desire of Satan to be God. So essentially, it's a coup d'etat against the rule of God, but because the real God, the biblical God, is the only real God. He will defeat Satan and all those who have chosen to, to follow Satan in the last days. And now this is where we are. So now you have uh, huge numbers of Johnny Come Latelys, who are Bible prophecy experts, and starting Bible prophecy ministries. And I suppose that's fine on on one level because it means the message of Bible prophecy is is being is being spread. But my question is: is the real message of Bible prophecy being spread? It's one thing to claim to be a Bible prophecy expert, start a Bible prophecy ministry, but it's quite another thing to uh, teach Bible prophecy accurately and have a Bible prophecy ministry, which is accurately teaching the truth from God's Word. And the, the basic problem is, on a theological level, many of the people are teaching a false teaching regarding Bible prophecy. Which encourages a passivity, uh, encourages a copping out, uh, and promotes a uh, less a fair attitude. You know, just let go, let go of the steering wheel, and trust God to drive your car. Well, <laughs> maybe if you have one of Tesla's cars and it's operating correctly, you could do that. Maybe, um, but you could let go of your steering wheel, and if you don't have an up-and-running technology, a Tesla technology, to drive your car. You simply let go of it, you're going to to crash your car and people are going to die. You're going to cause a major auto accident. Because there has to be a driver to the vehicle. And so this whole thing is is really a slippery slope. And the theology, the, the, the foundation biblically, that is being taught in a huge percentage of Christian churches is is kind of a hybrid blend of, you know, a soft-sell Anthony Robbins, you know, Tony Robbins, uh, unlimited power type thing, motivational thing, mindfulness, which is kind of a blend of New Age attitudinal type of healing, psychological healing. And you have a, a, an enormous reliance on New Age and occultic methods of healing. However, the most powerful methods of healing. I'm not. I'm not uh, saying there isn't a room for science and medicine. It just. It just depends on the accuracy. But um, the power of God <clears throat> heals. The power of God delivers. The power of God. Uh, heals people's minds, delivers people in their minds and their bodies and in their brains and memories and from things like PSTD and all kinds of things. But if you're pursuing Eastern mystical solutions or or pagan solutions or psychic solutions, they may be very seductive and promise a lot, but when the day is done you're gonna end up coming up short and you're going to end up missing the mark. And, of course, the term missing the mark is is the biblical definition of sin. You're missing the mark. If someone is sinless, it's because they've hit the target with 100% accuracy. Any deviation from hitting the target with 100% accuracy, the Bible calls sin. And uh, the penalty for sin is death. So the only way you can be an overcomer in every sphere of life is to uh, appropriate the blood of Jesus Christ by faith by faith, trust in Jesus Christ to cleanse you of all your sins, trust in the power of Jesus Christ to resurrect you from the dead. It's by your faith in Christ and faith in Christ alone that you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus, and that doesn't refer just to spiritual things and the religious world that refers to every category of life true spirituality or final reality or true truth refers to every category of life it's not limited to or confined to a little box it's every sector of life and what god and this is true bible prophecy teaching and if you fail to t- teach it and preach it you are a false teacher the problem is is that, that a lot of the people accusing people of being false teachers are missing the mark themselves their their highest emphasis in in categories of determining what is sound doctrine or uh, what is false doctrine are based on faulty premises or deficient premises. We're in a spiritual war right now, a life and death struggle for mankind, for your life, your children's life, your family's life, for America, and so on and so forth. This raging spiritual war is going to involve a clash, and there will be a conqueror, and there will be those that are enslaved. That's what the Bible teaches. So when you fail to to preach the whole truth, the whole gospel, when you fail to preach the whole gospel, you are not equipping God's people with with the spiritual power, the spiritual wisdom, and the supernatural ability to overcome the principalities and the dark unseen forces of wickedness in heavenly realms. This is Paul McGuire. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. Visit paulmcguire.us, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. So what is God calling us to do? Because God really is calling each of us to do something. He's calling his supernatural body Of Christ on earth to do something. And if you claim to be a teacher of Bible prophecy, but you don't communicate to God's people the fact that they're being called right now to be prepared, to be equipped for the great spiritual battle, well, then all you're doing is playing church. You're just going around with a circle, in a circle, sitting on a a little donkey uh, at some, you know, old-time carnival, and going in a circle, riding the donkey, I could say a synonym for the donkey, but I'm trying to be polite. (laughs) Riding the donkey in a circle. Riding the donkey in a circle is not preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's not equipping you with the supernatural power, the authority in God's word, and a biblical worldview. That is accurate and responsible Bible teaching. So being that, the battle, the spiritual battle, is, is raging right now. That's why I write books like Power from on High and The Greatest Battle. The battle is raging right now, and the body of Christ has got to be equipped as fast as possible and get up to speed as fast as possible so that uh, they will not be crushed and enslaved in the the obviously rising totalitarian state that is emerging all around us. And you are spiritually blind. If you say that that is not true, then you are the one that, that is a liar. You're lying. And those teachers who say that that's not true, that's an alarmist statement, they're lying. That statement is not true. What is true is that we're in a time of enormous danger, where an array of supernatural powers, principalities and powers, and demonic forces are attempting to grab a hold of America and bring it into this mystery Babylon globalist uh, global government so that they can rule the earth and plunder the earth and enslave the masses yet in the beginning of america's history america raised up god excuse me god raised up america for the purpose of setting mankind free and that's why Amer- it's only america out of all the nations that has a governmental structure at least in its origin and its original intent that put into law freedoms like freedom of speech freedom of religion uh, freedom of the press, and numerous other freedoms, which are all under attack right now. And one of the center points of that attack is an attack on true biblical Christianity. So the the solution is to be armed in a law-abiding and peaceful way with the sword of truth, the shield of faith, and what the Apostle Paul in Ephesians calls the full armor of God, to teach God's people how to wear the full armor of God so that we may be victorious and overcome in the evil day. And that's where we are. And so the trumpet has been blown for decades. The watchmen on the wall, the faithful watchmen on the wall, have been blowing the trumpet. This ministry is one among many ministries which have been faithfully blowing the trumpet as watchmen on the wall. But in order to continue to do that, to expand our ministry, to sustain our ministry, we must have your help. And so I'm asking you, as your brother in Christ, to go before the Lord, ask the Lord what you can give as a financial contribution and donation, and simply obey whatever God tells you. In the same way, ask God how you can pray for me, this ministry, and the people associated with it, and how you can help promote the message that this this ministry is communicating. You know, if we don't do the type of things that I've been outlining on today's program, the Paul McGuire Report, this nation, this world will not be a pretty place. So God, in his grace, unmerited favor, has given us a last window of opportunity. But we have to walk through that doorway into that window of opportunity. And if we do that, and I believe that we can, we can make a significant difference. And that's what we must do. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. And help us spread this message far and wide.